Hello, everyone. Praise the mighty name of Jesus. We are so glad to have you with us today again to our Abundant Life Family Church online service. I'm Pastor Monty, if you don't already know, and this is my lovely wife, mm-hmm. Pastor Don. Hello. And uh, we're so thrilled to be with you today again. Glory to God. We believe the Word of God is once again going to edify and enrich you in your walk with the Lord Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. So we're going to get right into the Word of God. But before we do, we want to remind you that uh, uh, of our service times for those that are in the Tualatin area in Oregon and the great Northwest is Sundays, 10 a.m. And you can be with us uh, live and in person. And uh, boy, we've had some wonderful times in the move of the Spirit of God and some wonderful healings and miracles taking place mm-hmm. and uh, the presence of the Lord. And uh, we want to be touched by God when we meet together. And uh, that is what happens and uh, praise God. It's such a wonderful week, this mm-hmm. week of spring break. Yes. Yes. And uh, different ones from the church family went out and just got out a lot of track bags mm-hmm. with with uh, some goodies in it for kids and adults too. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, there's such an openness, isn't there, for, yes. for people uh, that we've come across mm-hmm. this last week to hear the gospel. Yes. Because the gospel is good yes. news. And that gospel is what is going to change people's lives mm-hmm. forever. Amen. So uh, praise God. Come and be a part of that uh, if you can there. And uh, praise God, you can go to our website, www.alfc.net, and uh, see all the different things uh, about, about our church. And uh, mm-hmm. come and come and uh, be a part, praise yes, God, if amen. you don't already have a, a good church home. Uh, but secondly, we want to thank all of our church family and friends for your continued faithful support. We pray that the fullness of God's blessing would be upon uh, you're giving and you're honoring the Lord and uh, we couldn't do it without you. Praise God. And uh, we got a lot of work to do uh, in these days ahead before Jesus comes. Mm-hmm. And uh, we need to keep our eyes on the harvest field. So That's praise right. the Lord. Well, uh, I want you, if you have your Bibles and hopefully you do, to go to 1 Corinthians 13. And, and while you're turning there, uh, let's have a word of prayer as we open up. Uh, Heavenly Father, we do thank you for this mighty, wonderful privilege that we have once again today to get into your blessed word, the sacred word, the word that never changes. And Lord, we ask by the Holy Spirit that he would so superintend over this time together, that he would speak through our lips, think through our minds, and uh, uh, come forth out of our spirits and minister life as we give the precious word of God for this day. And Lord, we pray that every person out there listening or watching today would uh, have an openness and a receptivity mm-hmm. to the truth in your word. Because Lord, yes. we know that if we continue in your word, we are your disciples. And as John 8 says, we will know the truth and the truth will set us free. Mm-hmm. And we do thank you for every thank need you. met today. Once again, in Jesus' mighty name, amen. 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 Well, in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, and for the last several weeks, we have been sharing about the subject of love. Uh, it's really the story about God's forgiveness towards mankind, but we've been looking at these last few weeks about particularly the love that needs to flow forth from our lives, because as believers, our faith, and we're faith people, right? We have faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Faith that will move great big mountains. But as Paul said, and we read uh, last time we were together, uh, we can have faith that's huge. But if we don't have charity, which is 
love in action. Mm -hmm. If we don't have that, where's a sounding brass and tinkling cymbal? Right. And uh, our, our, our faith is not going to do us any good. Mm -hmm. And uh, furthermore, the book of Galatians tells us that faith works by love. So love right. is not a uh, subject of minimal importance in our lives as believers. And the devil knows that his time is short. And he knows that the way to systematically disrupt the plan and the purposes of God uh, for his children and for the family of God, the church of the living God in these last days is to get believers so out of sorts, one with another mm -hmm. or with other people that uh, we, we break fellowship with the Lord, That's that right. sweetness of fellowship. And we need to remember that and be on guard and be aware of that mm -hmm. in these days, because Jesus mm -hmm. talked about in Matthew 24, in the last days, how great offense would come uh, to the believer. And and it, it's something that we don't want to take half-heartedly or lightly because, and it starts at the home with husbands and wives and mm -hmm. parents with their children and our neighbors and co-workers and things like that. And uh, you will be tested in your love walk. And it's important how to discern when you're seeing the devil try to get in and trying to disrupt your faith life by disrupting your love walk mm -hmm. with other people. Yeah. All right. Yes. Amen. And I've got something to share about that. Yeah. Um, you know, a little bit, it's not really off the subject, but I think it's important to keep in mind who our true enemy is. And it says here in second Corinthians chapter 10, you know, again, this is part of our love walk, our faith walk. But in verse three, it says, for though we walk in the flesh, we do not mm -hmm. war after the flesh. So we have to recognize that's exactly right. there's a lot of temperamentalness um, even out there with everything going on with the COVID and the vaccine and different things that are taking place. It can really strike up a lot of strife. And we know that we want to stay in faith. We have to guard and protect our faith. We need to guard and protect yes, our love walk. And one thing to be cognizant of that is, you know, even with the conversations we enter in, you know, will it will it generate strife? Will it generate, um, is there open teachability that we can talk about truth? The Bible says we need to be lovers of truth. And the, and the Lord wants us to love, you know, and follow after truth. And that's why we're even supposed to study to show ourselves approved when it comes to the word's sake. And even, you know, truth out in the world, too. It's really important. We don't mm -hmm. want anybody to do our own studying for that's us. Right. But here in verse 4, I think it's so important. One of my favorite scriptures, but so important. This is a really a dividing line. It says, For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalteth itself against the knowledge of God, verse 5, and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Every thought. So it's really important. Again, this, this really is... Um, it's a spiritual thing that's going on in this world. You know, good yes. versus evil, uh, mm -hmm. love versus hate. Um, yep. And again, like All you're saying, honey, you, yeah, you like you were saying society. that the devil wants us to be out of sorts with one another, with our brothers and sisters in the Lord. Yes. And um, the Bible even says that there's going to be a lot of offenses yep. in the last days. So when so we true. see what the word of God says from this standpoint, we can guard and protect our love walk, we can guard and protect our faith walk and see, oh, okay, this is what, you know, the word says these things are going to be happening. So I don't want to fall prey to them. I don't want to, the devil tries to set a trap yep. for us. So let's be careful of these things. Exactly. 
because that'll be a big time snafu when you don't realize how that uh, unforgiveness, bitterness, offense, and all of these things try to come in and encroach upon our life. Mm -hmm. And it, uh, what it does is it binds us. Yes. Uh, yeah. It doesn't free us. Unforgiveness is a bondage. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's a comfort zone. Believe it or not, this may sound strange, mm -hmm. but unforgiveness can be like a comfort to people because they can run to it to feel like that's their protective mechanism. And it causes them to feel like they have justifiable reason mm -hmm. to hold things against people. And it's so important that we really, as you just said a, a moment ago, honey, about studying on the subject of love, because if we want to have great faith and see that faith actually work, it's going to work by love. Yes. And it cannot be emphasized enough, the importance, especially in these last days and the time being short. Mm -hmm. And uh, the devil's MO, never forget this, brothers and sisters, is to divide and conquer. Mm -hmm. He wants to disrupt harmony. And, and that's why you look back in the scriptures in Isaiah 14 and Ezekiel 28 and some other references, uh, uh, Revelation 12, and you can see how that uh, the Father God uh, loves family and he loves harmony. And when the devil tried to, as you see those five I wills there in uh, Isaiah 14, I will, I will, I will, I will, I will. Um, he, he was going to exalt himself by the devil. Yes. And, and Lucifer at that time, now known as Satan, uh, uh, God had to deal with him and he dealt with him by banishing him from heaven and, right. and kicking him out and the cohorts, all the devils, uh, that uh, decided to follow him, which was a terrible grave mistake on their part, but they, but nonetheless, they did that. Yes. And so now, uh, the devil's the accuser of the brethren. Yes. And now, we have to, as Christians, realize that uh, even as you were uh, alluding to a moment ago, honey, and reading there from Second Corinthians, that the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but spiritual. They're not earthly weapons. They're spiritual. And just like faith is an offensive weapon mm -hmm. that penetrates the invisible realm and touches the hem of his garment and brings to pass the things that Almighty God, your Father, wants to come to pass in your life, well, if love's not mixed in there, if charity, uh, which is love and action, if it's not mixed in there, then it's not going to work right. That's right. And that's how people get frustrated when they don't mm -hmm. see prayers answered. They walk around with a chip on their shoulders. Mm -hmm. You got to be careful, brothers and sisters, yes. because you're going to you're going to need to pass up some marvelous opportunities mm -hmm. to get mad at people, to be offended at people. Mm -hmm. When maybe it's your spouse. Maybe your spouse is not saved, or maybe your children, are, they're not walking with God, or somebody in your family. Mm -hmm. uh, you have to guard your heart, because as the Bible says in the book of Proverbs, out of it are the issues of life. Yes. So let's read here in 1 Corinthians chapter 13 and go a little bit further. Now, as I mentioned a moment ago, last week we read, uh, starting at verse 1 in 1 Corinthians 13. Mm -hmm. And remember, 1 Corinthians 13 is sandwiched into... Uh, two of the chapters that deal with the manifestations of the Spirit, That's right. the gifts of the Spirit, the nine manifestations of the Spirit in 1 Corinthians 12. And right sandwiched in between uh, the meat of the matter is charity, mm -hmm. love and action. 
That's why we're looking at this because I know a lot of you watching out there, you want to operate in more of the power of God and the manifestations of the spirit. Well, it, Jesus, remember what Jesus said. He said, I only do what I see my father do. Mm -hmm. And there's no, there's no greater manifestation of the gifts of the spirit when it's done through people, through people That's right. that yeah. love people mm -hmm. and see people who through God's eyes. That's where you see the compassion of the Lord flow. Mm -hmm. and, and how many times we read in different places in the gospels where it says Jesus was moved with compassion and healed the sick. Yeah. So, so when that compassion just wells up, then and you got a clean flow coming out of you that that only that, good things come out it only good things mm -hmm. come out and you go into relationships and go into yeah. talking to people with uh, the right perspective and seeing things as the lord sees them yes, it's a heart and he can of, share yes. yeah it's the heart of the father it is so first corinthians uh 13 and looking at verse 4 cuz we're going to read down uh, a few other verses but um we read this last week Charity suffereth long and is kind. Mm -hmm. Not charity suffereth long and is rude. Mm -hmm. uh, again, what is rudeness? Rudeness, I used, my dad used to say this growing up a lot, and you heard him say it too. He's in heaven now. But he said, rudeness is a weak man's imitation of strength. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm going to say that again. Rudeness is a weak man's or weak woman's imitation of strength. So when we think that we're just strutting our stuff and we think that we can be discourteous and unkind to people, and, and, and I'm talking about not just unkind to people that we think deserve it or people that are underneath us, because really uh, that's the wrong attitude to have towards people. We, we shouldn't, it doesn't matter. Uh, you know, I think of something else he said, you can easily judge the character of someone by the way they treat someone who can do nothing for them. Yes. So think about that. When you're doing things for people you think are that are beneath your dignity or, or they don't measure up and they're not, uh, you know, God hates the whole mentality of elitism. Mm -hmm. It's really, it's really just a form of pride. It, it is, exactly. I mean, I, when you're, and I guess that's just, when you were talking about that scripture, I thought, you know, it's really, what is rudeness? You know, if a person has to strut their stuff and to show how big and mighty and strong they are and to prove themselves, not, it's not the it's not the character of the father, but it's really a form of pride. Yep, is what it is. It sure is to think of ourselves because then it goes on to say, you know, I mean, it does not. Well, I mean, it goes on to say what you know right there at the end of verse four: uh, charity envieth not, charity vaunteth not itself, is not puffed up. What is puffed up with? Puffed up with pride. Yes, you know, puffed up. Yeah. In other words, what do you think when you're, something's puffed up? It's bigger than normal. Mm -hmm. It's bigger than life. You hear that phrase sometimes. Mm -hmm. And so when you're yeah. reading this, you, you start to, and these are, you know, and the scripture tells us we're supposed to examine ourselves. Yes. We're not supposed to examine our neighbor. This is a healthy examination. Yeah, but this is, and this is not one to find condemnation and try to fault find, mm -hmm. but it's a checklist as far as how exactly. do we, how do we measure up ourselves against the word of God? Because the word of God is the will of God. Mm -hmm. So how are we doing? And it's good to have an assessment and, and to look introspectively. I'm not mm -hmm. talking about an evil, bad way. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, you know, that what I did 20 years ago, you know, mm -hmm. I, I, you know, I killed my cat or whatever, you know, I did mm -hmm. something rude to the, 
to, to the neighbor's dog, whatever it may be. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about how that we interact with people and how that we judge ourselves because right. we need to judge ourselves. Well, it keeps, well, it keeps the blessings flowing. Exactly. It keeps the prayers, you know, being answered because, you know, we have to do it the Bible way and we have to do it God's way. Yeah. And this is a great, like you were saying, a great checklist to find out, well, how come my prayers aren't getting answered? You know, I'm, I'm mm -hmm. operating all this faith, but if we're not operating love or forgiveness mm -hmm. or even mercy for that matter, yeah. then we can say, oh, okay, thank you, Lord, for showing this to me. And then Amen. we can make our corrections. Yep. That's what he wants us to do. Not to punish ourselves. He wants nope. us to get things under the blood and move on. That's right. Because there's a lot of things that God wants to use you in the days ahead. And he doesn't need anybody having a pity party or, you know, because we're the only ones that are invited to that. You know, <laughs> it's, it's not a True. fun party anyway. And uh, but God wants us to really to be we, we need to boast in the Lord mm -hmm. and, and to lift our heads up high in him. Yeah. And so, you know, the Bible says if we humble ourselves and he'll exalt us in due time. That's right. And he's the glory and the lift of our head. Yep, exactly. So, and I think of the scriptures you're talking about that, honey, about in Romans 8, 1, where it says, therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who in Christ, who are in Christ Jesus, right. who walk not after the flesh, flesh. but after the spirit. Mm -hmm. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free yeah, from the man. law yeah. of sin and death. In Thank other you, words, the, when you look at that, you can see we're not talking about condemnation for those that are walking with God. But there is there is condemnation that comes upon our life when we know the good we, we ought to do, to do and we don't do it. Doing it right. right. And <laughs> and the Holy Ghost convicts us. Yeah. And our, if our flesh gets our way, and uh, whether through rudeness, pride, yeah. egotism, uh, whatever, then we're going to have trouble. Mm -hmm. Our faith's not going to work. Mm -hmm. And we want it to work. Amen. Yeah, we want our prayers to get answered. Mm -hmm. So let's look further here. Charity suffereth long and is kind. Mm -hmm. Charity envieth not. Charity vaunteth not itself. Is not puffed up, as you just said a moment ago, honey, reading that. Doth not behave itself unseemly. Does not behave itself unseemly. Mm -hmm. So the behavior is right. And you can do, if you do a study in the Word of God, you can see how at, at different times it's talked about the behavior of David. And how he acted and reacted to different situations, mm -hmm. along with others in the Bible. It's a fascinating study about behavior that's becoming and pleasing to the Lord. All right. But you notice here, it doth not behave itself unseemly, seeketh not her own. That would be seeking to do things out of selfishness. Mm -hmm. Seeking not my if I see if I seek what I want and seek what's best for me then probably, more oftentimes than not, then it's not going to be best for other people. It's not going to be best for my spouse. Mm -hmm. For example, if I always want what I want, and I don't even take into consideration my wife, and I do not listen to her, mm -hmm. and what does she want, and find out what she wants, then that's going to, that's going to get me in trouble. But that's not honoring her as I need to honor her. And uh, there's so much that can be... Uh, dealt with in the homes that's of true. Christians by just walking in love and mm -hmm. walking in forgiveness. And and that's, if you've been married for very long, you full, fully know that there's great opportunities to have strife, <laughs> division, and all of that. We've all messed up. All of us have missed it. All of us have got short. 
all of us have said things or done things in ways, right. if we walked very long on this earth, that uh, we weren't happy with ourselves about. Mm -hmm. And But here's the thing, even as you were talking, honey, that we ask the Lord to forgive us and ask the person to forgive us. Then when that's done, that's all you can do. You've got to mm -hmm. to to stand up in the name of yes, Jesus yes, yes. and move forward, not looking at the past and feeling perpetually condemned because the blood of Jesus covers us mm -hmm. and cleanses us from all sin. Amen? Amen. So that's good news. So it seeketh not her own is not easily provoked. Thinketh no evil. Thinketh no evil. When, when, and let's just expand on that for just a moment. Thinketh no evil. Well, how does, how does that look? Well, it, it, we don't have a retaliatory, right a, a retaliatory spirit. Yes. In other words, we're not trying to retaliate for every suffered wrong, for everything that's done wrong. And this kind of goes back to what we mentioned earlier about having a chip on our shoulders to where we feel like, you know, we've got to, uh, do something to justify ourselves. You know, I remember one, uh, one man of God said that, uh, he said, he said, I don't care if somebody goes off and says, I killed my grandmother. I'm not going to say anything about it. I'm not even going to waste my time in dealing with it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you and think, well, that's exaggeration for effect. Well, of course, but there is a great point in that, in that, Look, it doesn't matter how cutting or what it is. We don't always have to defend ourselves. That's Even right. the Lord Jesus Christ said in different places, were they asking things? He answered them not a word. He didn't play their game. Now, other times he did, but he only did what his father, he saw his father do. So you have to be led by the spirit of God. But but you don't always have to feel justified or get what the world would call one-upmanship. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I got to feel like tit for tat or I got to go back. You know, it, it, it's just, it's uh, it's it's not important to mm -hmm. do that. Well, we're, we're talking about, you know, really our, our character here. And um, because our character can have flaws in it in such a way that it would prevent us from receiving from the things of God. Mm -hmm. And it, this is really just about putting our flesh under. It's really about keeping our flesh in check Mm -hmm. So that our spirit man can rule and reign. So right. we can have the blessings of God flow in our lives, but be a blessing to others. Because if, That's right. you know, I think sometimes we're our own worst enemy. It's not even the devil. Very true. Uh, yes, he he is our adversary. But I also like here, which coincides with what we're talking about here in James 1. It says here in verse 18, uh, of his own will begat he with us. He us with the word of truth that we should be a kind of first fruits of his of his creatures. So God wants us to, you know, he wants us to resemble him. He wants to, us to be Christ like. And one way to do that and to keep our flesh in check, we're talking about this all just intertwines together. But it says here in verse 19, wherefore, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak and slow, slow to, to wrath. And I like to add to that quick to forgive. Mm -hmm. Be quick to forgive. And it keeps us, it keeps us spotless. It just keeps us, you know, we're supposed to mix patience. Free. It keeps us free, makes us patience mm -hmm. with our faith. And, you know, if we're just, if we're slow to react about things and keep our bodies in check, you know, again, it just keeps the blessings of yeah. God flowing in our lives. 
Right. And a lot of times we're, if we're our, our worst hang up and we're our worst enemy, then we have to really just, we have to die to ourselves. That's what the Bible says. Every day. Paul says, I die daily. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? Well, it means you die to yourself. You die to your flesh. You don't let your flesh have its way mm-hmm. so that your and spirit if, man can rule and reign once again. And if it does, what do we do? We repent. Yeah, first we say, Lord, forgive me yes. immediately. Yes. We don't just stew over it for a week mm-hmm. and then another week yeah. and another week and day after day go on like that. No. You got to let things go. That's you right. can't really live in the fullness of God's blessings mm-hmm. and his presence without letting things go mm-hmm. in this world. And there's there's so much. I mean, we could spend mm-hmm. the rest of the, <laughs> the day, today, and next week talking about all the things in this world that offend. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, it goes there, and as you're bringing up Honey and James, talks about the, 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 the weapon of the tongue mm-hmm. as like the rudder of the ship. It steers it. And uh, he, he makes the similarity between fresh water and bitter water. And how these things should not be. Well, That's we want to, when we miss it, because we're, we're all human, we got all got flesh. But as Christians, we want to continue to grow and move forward in the things of God and practice doing the right things. Mm-hmm. Practice our Christianity. Practice walking in love. That's right. Taking the opportunity. Opportunity comes. Well, guess what? This is an opportunity to walk in love. This is an opportunity to for bite my tongue and walk in love Mm -hmm. and watch what will happen because every time you give way to the inward man, the spirit of man, then, and not allow your flesh to rule. And by keeping it in check by the spirit of the living God on the inside of you, by making a decision, no flesh, you're not going to get your way. Mm -hmm. No flesh. uh, You're not going to do that this time. Or you just bite your tongue. You you talk, you hear about uh, people overreacting, Mm -hmm. Like overreacting, just, you know, just, yep. and are yelling and screaming. Well, what? Well, they may be frustrated, but here's the thing is, how, how do you, how do you do that? Well, as the spirit of man by the Holy Spirit within us grows and gets stronger and by practicing through meditation of the word of God mm-hmm. and by just practicing step by step, you're going to grow and yes. your flesh is going to get wore down. Mm-hmm. And pretty soon you're going to notice yourself. Well, boy, I didn't, I didn't fly off the handle like I used to. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't get upset. You yes. know what? Yes. That person did me wrong. Mm-hmm. They were rude, but I really didn't really bother me now yes. because you're, we're growing, and we're all at different levels and places of spiritual mm-hmm. growth. So don't yes. get in. Don't begin to measure yourself against someone else. Take it one day at a time, one step at a time. You and the Lord Jesus, and allow the Spirit of the Living God to when He arrests your attention. To get it, you know, the most important thing is not being right. The most important thing is getting it right when we need to get it right. That's right. Because Amen. when we get it right, we'll always be right. Amen. Yes. yes. And there's a well, freedom in that. Yeah, that's right. And, 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 you know, we're looking at these different scriptures here. I just want to uh, finish up here really quick with James. Sure. Before we go back to First uh, Corinthians chapter 13. But it says here in James 1 verse 26. It says, if any man among you seem to be religious and bridleth not his tongue, but deceiveth his own heart, this man's religion is vain. Yeah. So once again, it's it's being Christ-like in word and deed and not just in, you know, it's an action, not just mm-hmm. in what we say, but it's in what we do. 
Mm -hmm. And that's the most important thing because God always looks upon the heart. <clears throat> he knows we're trying to endeavor to do things the right way. And, and yet we do have to keep, we have to put a bridle just like you put a, you know, a bit in a horse's mouth and you have to bridle it. You have to, you have to instruct it in the way it should go. And that you think about that bridle, that bit being in the horse's mouth and that, you know, that's what steers the horse. Yes. <laughs> you know, and what a, what a great uh, scripture to bring up, honey. And I just was quickened as you were, you were speaking there, how important chapter two is. And you had already read earlier in chapter one, a little bit earlier today, mm -hmm. how that in chapter two, he talks about faith works. And if faith does not work, faith has a work to it. And yes. so faith without works is dead. Yes. It, in other words, it's like you don't have faith at yeah. all. So we, we need to practice. James, yes, James 2.26. James 2.26. Mm -hmm. So you begin to practice these things. Work, you know, look at, you know, trying at home by the help of the Lord. Lord, quicken me, help me to arrest uh, my attention. And, yes. uh, and, and as you're doing this, the Lord will help you do that because mm -hmm. he wants to help us overcome things in the natural that maybe have just bound us for years. Mm -hmm. If it's, if it's just to, fly off the handle, uh, maybe cuss and swear, uh, maybe, uh, you know, just, uh, uh, just, just go into a fit of rage. Mm -hmm. The Lord will help you. Yes. The Lord, you're not without yes. help. And again, th these are not unpardonable sins. They, they, these sins, uh, can, can be well taken care of by applying the blood of Jesus Amen. to our lives but, and saying, yes, Lord, help me. Yes. But, but they we can, do it. but they can so easily beset us too. Yes. You know, we got to lay them aside. You know, and I know I I personally don't like to keep getting tripped up over, you know, a flaw that perhaps I have about something. And God wants us to move up higher. He He does yes, he want does. us to be changed from glory to glory. But that's where we really have to just surrender and say, you know, Father God, it's I can't do this in my own strength. I have yeah. to surrender all to you each and every day. And we worship Him. We get in His presence. And he's able, he's able, yeah. there, he's able to mold us and shape us. We read yes. the word of God, the word and the spirit agree. And then the next thing you know, yep. uh, you've got some help. You've got some supernatural help going on when the next time you want to react a certain way and, and you've got, you know, you've got that bridle on your mouth. You've got that, you've got that bridle on, but you've got that bit in your mouth that's helping you to refrain from doing that. And that's a Holy Ghost quickening you, yeah. quickening us to react, you know, not react wrong, yeah. but react right. So, it, you know, it keeps us, it just, again, it keeps the blessings of God flowing and, and yes. the Lord wants us to walk uprightly before him. And we do it in his strength. We Amen. Need his help. I think about something else my dad said growing up. He said, son, the best weapon to hold in an argument mm -hmm. is the tongue. And I know some of you out there, you've heard me say that in church uh, at different times. Uh, but uh, it bears repetition yes. because uh, as the tongue uh, is like likened unto in James <laughs> as a rudder on a ship and it steers that big yeah. ship, but yet it seems like it's not that big or it's rather minuscule. Mm -hmm. Well, praise God that as we learn to tame the tongue uh, through allowing the spirit of God to dwell uh, and live through our spirits by being sensitive to him yes. and repenting when we need to. Mm -hmm. uh, we, we stay in fellowship. Mm -hmm. And that does not mean we need to walk in condemnation 
and uh, feel guilt all the time walking around. I'm just a worm in the dust. No, mm-hmm. it's not about that at all. It's when we get it under the blood, faith gets up and faith continues to move yes. forward. Yes. Now, you might be out there today and you say, well, you know, this sounds all real good. And it uh, a lot of Christians, you know, uh, I see their fruit and it really doesn't turn me on. It doesn't really move me to be a Christian. Well, remember this out there, uh, and, and God loves you, mm-hmm. and his plan is for you to come to know the Lord Jesus Christ and his saving power. Right. So I would not go to hell because somebody else didn't live right. Now, that doesn't mean they shouldn't have done things right, or maybe somebody who was a Christian uh, and you knew they were, they went to church, because we've heard that so many times. Mm-hmm. Well, good Christian offended me. And uh, boy, I could tell you a story about that and my own personal family from from uh, my dad before he come to f- know the Lord later on in life about a situation there. But the fact of the matter is, is that offense towards just Christians, don't let that rob you of a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. And you can have one right now if you receive Jesus Christ as your personal savior. Amen. If you're out there today, Maybe you were raised in church. Maybe you, you were water baptized. You signed your name on the roll, gave a lot of money, and uh, you do good deeds. Our good deeds do not get us into heaven. Mm-hmm. It's faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. The Bible says if we confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in our heart that God's raised him from the dead, mm-hmm. we shall be saved. That's right. Because we get a new heart on the inside. Now, if you're out there and you're in a backslidden condition or you do not know the Lord Jesus Christ, We invite you to receive him right now. But this is life change. He comes on the inside. We give him not just half of our life, 75% of our life. We give him all of our life. We surrender all to him. Mm -hmm. We say, God, I want to do it your way. I've tried long enough doing it my way, and I saw that it just never worked out right. Mm -hmm. And if that's you out there, we want to pray with you right now that you'd receive the Lord Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. Because receiving him is the first step into the plan of God for all of eternity. It's not the last step. It's the first step. So why don't you bow your head and get on your knees if you can, if you're in a place right there, and pray this after me. Don't just say the words, but let your heart agree with it. And allow the Spirit of God to come upon you because he'll change you inside out. And he'll forgive you and bring you into the family of God. Mm -hmm. Say this and pray this Mm -hmm. in an attitude of reverence. Say, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. I come to you. I come to you. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. And I ask you. And I ask you. Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. To come into my heart. To come into my heart. To forgive me of my sin. To forgive me of my sin. I repent. I repent. I want to change my life. I want to change my life. By your help. By your help. By putting my life. By putting my life. Into your hands. I put my life into your hands and trusting you and trusting you as my savior, as my savior. So I receive you today. So I receive you today. And I believe and I believe that you are that you are the son of God, the son of God that was raised from the dead, that was raised from the dead after the third day, after the third on day, the third day. Yes. On the third day, you arose, you arose. And I believe that. And I believe that in Jesus name, I in pray Jesus name, I pray. Amen. 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 Now, if you prayed that, then the Lord did exactly that. Mm -hmm. He will receive you. 
That's right. And praise God, that is an awesome thing. The angels yes. in heaven rejoice. Mm -hmm. And right now, we rejoice too, because praise God, God is moving in your life. And it's just Amen. the first step, not the yes. last. Right. Now, you see at the bottom of the screen, our website. If you prayed that prayer or should have prayed that prayer, contact us through email and our phone number is there on the on the uh, website. And let us know because we want to send you some materials free of charge mm -hmm. to bless you and to help you in your new walk with the Lord. And it's important that not only you, you begin to grow, but you get plugged in a local church wherever you may be at. If you're in the Portland metro area, uh, you can come to Tualatin and uh, you can see the service time and location uh, on our website. But uh, if you're in another location, you can... Uh, you can contact us and we'll do our best to help you to uh, get plugged into a church uh, wherever you may live. Okay. That's but right. praise God. It's just the beginning. It's not the end. Mm -hmm. And uh, God mm -hmm. has great things in store for us mm -hmm. all as believers. And you're just getting started now. Amen. So praise God. We want to pray as we, we leave off today and pray for you uh, because the Lord wants to move in your life and move through the compassion and love of Jesus through your life to touch other people. So why don't, as we pray for you in an attitude of reverence, uh, stretch out uh, yes, your faith towards yes. us, and uh, and let's do this towards the Lord, and uh, thank him for moving upon you and helping you to reach other people with the saving power yes. of Jesus Christ. Jesus so Father, as we pray for these dear ones today uh, in, in the thank audience, you, we thank you, Father God, for a fresh touch of the Holy Spirit upon them. Lord, I thank you for that qu fresh quickening and strengthening yes. that only you can give. Yes. And Lord, as many believers out there listening today and watching, uh, want to be used more and more in the manifestation of the gifts of the Spirit. Lord, they work best yes. by charity. So Father, help everyone mm -hmm. to be so sensitive to you through their love yes, walk so that when they do flow as the Holy Ghost gives the manifestation, divides the manifestation, that, Lord, they'd be able to do it in the most excellent way. Mm -hmm. And, Father, it'll bring a Thank blessing you, and a refreshing to those that are around us. And, Lord, help us to win souls and bring them into your kingdom in these last days before Jesus mm -hmm. comes. Thank you, Lord. And we thank you for every need met. Thank you, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Yes. Amen. 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 Well, God bless you. Remember, keep your eyes on the Lord Jesus Christ. He is coming soon. And uh, we are laborers in these last yes. days to the glory of God mm -hmm. till Jesus comes. That's right. We love you. And God does too. Amen.